0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Learn Everyday English podcast, your roadway to English proficiency. You've come to the right place to improve your listening comprehension skills and mastery of the English language. My name is Gary, and I'll be your host today. I'm a native English speaker born and raised in the United States and a retired engineer living in a small Texas town about one hour north of Houston. I'm also a language learner like you, studying Spanish, so I know what it is like to learn a new and different language. So now, let's jump right into today's episode. Well, hey, listeners. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Learn Everyday English Podcast. Glad to have you with me. Here in this episode, we're going to be talking about something interesting as well the 12 most difficult parts or things of learning English according to non-English speakers. And I'm assuming that would be you all. As we say in Texas, you all, or y'all. Hey, but before we get started, I want to remind you, as usual, you can follow me at my webpage. Just go to www.learneverydayenglish.com. You can listen to the podcast directly from the webpage Or if not, just download them from podcast sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like. Finally, at the webpage, you can access a link that will take you to our Learn Everyday English YouTube channel where you'll find engaging and interesting videos that will help you learn and improve your English and listening comprehension skills. And finally, remember, go to the podcast resources page. And there you can download the program notes for this episode. And you can follow along with me so you don't have to write everything down. So, without further ado, hey, let's jump right in to today's episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about the 12 most difficult parts of learning English according to non-English speakers. And I need to give some credit for this article, for I've found it online, And it was written by a Harriet Marsden, dated in May of 2017, so I need to and want to give her credit. And it looks like she was following or went through a thread on the Reddit site asking non-native English speakers what the most difficult part of learning English was, and they gave some answers and responses and here are some, some things that they said they found most difficult in trying to learn English. Number one has to do with the uh, sentence structure, or how the nouns and the verbs and the adjectives are arranged in a sentence. So it may not be the same uh, arrangement that is in your native language, for example. In English, we can say that is a fast red car, Or a big white house. And I know in Spanish, I've been studying Spanish, the word order or the word sequence or the sentence structure is different. I know where the indirect and direct object pronouns fall in the sentence are different between English and Spanish. Those are the only two languages uh, I can speak about because those are the only two languages I have studied. But I'm sure there may be other Languages that have similar issues or problems. The second thing that these non-English speakers said was very difficult about learning English has to do with phrasal verbs. And I hear this a lot from a lot of listeners and a lot of English language students that phrasal verbs are very confusing and very difficult to understand. But uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while... You know, we have four, I think, episodes that uh, talk about phrasal verbs. Episode 12, 13, 14, and episode 24. Episode 12 talks about phrasal verbs with the word out. For example, like chill out, space out, or freak out. Episode 13 talks about phrasal verbs with the word in, such as chip in give in, or hand in. Episode 14 talks about phrasal verbs with the word go, such as go for it, go off on, or go on and on. And episode 24 talks about phrasal verbs with the word hold, such as hold back on, hold off on, and hold it together. So, if you haven't listened to those episodes, hey, go back and check those out. That might be another phrasal verb for you. Check those out. The third thing that a non-English speaker said was difficult about learning English has to do with vowels and how they're, I guess, put together and how the, how they sound together with vowels and other words. And I'll give you two examples, and these two examples, you have to be very careful how you pronounce words in English. For example, there's a word, beach, beach, it's, I could go to the beach, it's down by the sea, or the ocean. There's also the word, bitch, bitch, which can be a female dog, which is not a bad uh, word in and of itself. But bitch can also be a bad word that you can use when you want to talk or describe about a female. So, I don't suggest you do that. So, you really need to be able to differentiate between beach and bitch. There's also the word sheet, like a sheet of paper. Or a sheet can be something that you put on your bed to cover yourself when you're sleeping. But this sounds a lot like the word shit, shit. So there's sheet and shit. So be sure you are able to make the difference or pronounce these words differently because they have two very different meanings. And I'm not going to go into detail about the second word, S-H-I-T, but you can look that up on the uh, internet if you want to. The fourth area that non-English speakers said was very difficult about learning English, it has to do with words that have what we call silent letters, or the letters are not actually pronounced in the word, such as the word island. It's spelled I-S-L-A-N-D it looks like it may be pronounced or island, but it's island. Other words are bomb, comb, debt, and muscle. The fifth uh, thing that non-English speakers said was hard about learning English has to be all the rules of English, grammar rules, and there are a lot of exceptions to those rules. For example, I before E except after C is a rule that you might have heard in, in English grammar, but sometimes that doesn't always, it's not always the case. There may be some exceptions to that, and other English rules. So, a lot of times learning all these exceptions just takes time and it takes practice and experience. It's nothing that you can rush. The sixth thing that non-English speakers said was difficult about learning English has to do with pronunciation. And this is one of, again, one of the more or most common things I hear from English language learners. And we actually did an episode on this episode 23 of the most difficult uh, English words to pronounce. And some of those words are choir, squirrel, drawer, kernel, comfortable, temperature, pizza, and listen. So if you haven't listened to that episode 23, be sure to go back and check that out as well. Number seven has to do with idioms and English expressions. Non-English speakers said this was a difficult part of learning English. And we've actually done a lot of episodes here on the Learn Everyday English podcast about idioms and expressions. We've got episodes 15, 16, 17, 18, 20, 29, 30, and 33. And these include just episodes about common English idioms or expressions Idioms of people's names, idioms or expressions involving the word time, also expressions involving the word heaven, and also hell. So be sure to check those episodes out. And some um, idioms or expressions that you might have heard, and that actually we've talked about in some of these previous episodes, have has to do with... To be pissed off, cool it, cut it out, hey, rise and shine. Also, idioms or expressions about animals, such as, hold your horses, let the cat out of the bag, let sleeping dogs lie, or go on a wild goose chase. So if you don't know what any of those idioms or expressions are, be sure, like I said before, to go back and listen. And check those episodes out. The eighth thing that people said was difficult about learning English has to do with uh, homonyms. Homonyms. And these are a word that has two different meanings. Like, for example, the word bat can be an animal, if, which is a flying mammal. Or it can also be like a baseball bat used in the sport of baseball, but it's the same word, it's spelled the same, and pronounced the same bat. It's also the word watch, which can be like you can look at something, you can watch a movie. But also a watch is something you wear on on your wrist to tell time. Another example of a homonym is the word palm, which is part of your hand but it can also be a type of tree, like a palm tree, which you find at the beach. There is the word can, which can mean to be able to do something. But a can can be also like a container of a food product that you can buy at the store, like a can of green beans, for example, or a can of tomato sauce. And the last example is the word rose, R-O-S-E. Rose can be a flower, type of flower, or it can also mean that something went up in the air, like a, the balloon rose up in the air. So those are homonyms. Number nine, the ninth thing that people said was very difficult about learning English, has to do with how do you form the plural of words in English. And we have an episode that deals with that somewhat Episode 22, titled Why is English so hard? And it was kind of a poem that I read. But for example, like the, I have the word house, but the plural of house is houses. You have the word box, and the plural of box is boxes. But the word ox, the plural of ox is oxen. The plural of goose is not gooses, but it's geese. And the plural of mouse is not mouses, but mice. And the plural of man is not men's, but men. So, you can see English can be very confusing when you're trying to form the plural of certain words. The tenth thing that people said was very difficult about English has to do with nicknames. Nicknames or different names that we call people. For that, for example, instead of calling someone William, you can call them Bill. Instead of saying Richard, you can call them Dick, D-I-C-K. And there are other nicknames as well, and I'm sure you have nicknames in your country where you call people different names that are not their real name or their given name. And number 11 has to do with uh, spelling in English. And that was another thing that English language learners found very difficult in learning English. You may think a word is spelled a certain way as it sounds, but it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. So these are, actually there were 11 things, I'm sorry I said 12, but there are 11 things that English language learners found difficult about learning English. And they were sentence structure phrasal verbs, vowels, silent letters, exceptions to English rules, grammar rules, pronunciation, idioms or expressions, homonyms, plurals, nicknames, and spelling. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast. It was a little bit shorter than the usual episode. But uh, hopefully it, it gave you some interesting information. I'd like to know if you agree with these 11 things that most uh, English language learners find uh, difficult about learning English. Hey go to the Learn Everyday English webpage. go to the home page. on the, that first page, there's a contact form. Hey, s- let me know. send me a message. Let me know if you agree or you disagree with this uh, list. And let me know what what do you think or what do you find the most difficult about learning English. Like I said before, most people have told me it's either phrasal verbs or pronunciation. Again, let me know, too, if you have any topics you'd like me to to discuss on this program. Well, I think that's it for now. Hey, be sure to check out our Learn Everyday English YouTube channel and uh, be listening and on the watch for our upcoming episodes. Hope you find these podcasts interesting, helpful, and beneficial for you. And if they are giving you uh, some help or helping you improve your English, let me know as well. Hey, drop me a line. So that's it for now for this episode. And like I said be sure to check out our upcoming episodes. Have a good day, week, and wherever you're at, stay safe. Hope you're staying safe from the... uh, pandemic as well, and things are improving in your country, wherever you're at. So thanks for listening today. Goodbye. We'll talk to you later on Learn Everyday English podcast.